All right, people, we're tidying up some loose ends here on the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. That being, in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. After getting a chance to discuss the topics of the Alabama run of championships, not over. However, there is work to do for head coach Nick Saban. And also discussing, did two controversial, poor, blown calls play a role in Alabama not getting into yeah, the college football playoff? I know I mentioned we would be discussing Tua Tagovailoa and also having one Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine on. And we'll get to those segments momentarily here. But as always, the show brought to you by our good friends at WhitWheelSports.com. Title Towel. Be sure to purchase some of those towels today. Also, don't forget to drop a thumbs up, a like on the show, and subscribe. That way we can continue getting you the best news, notes, and information on your Crimson Tide. A huge congratulations and order for former Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts, who is with the Oklahoma Sooners. Hurts going to his fourth consecutive college football playoff. The native Texan aiding the Sooners to a Big 12 championship over the weekend, helping Oklahoma defeat Baylor 30-23 to in overtime. So big ups there to Jalen Hurts. Also, Lane Kiffin to make the Southeastern Conference to make the Southeastern Conference, excuse me, much more interesting as Kiffin has been uh, named or it's been reported that he has been named the head coach for the Ole Miss Rebels. His introductory press conference is supposed to take place on Monday. So good news there in terms of Jalen Hurts and Lane Kiffin. And while I'm cool with the idea of Alabama taking on Jim Harbaugh and Michigan for the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida on January 1st of next year. I got to say this right now. So, Alabama did not even play on last week. Alabama had an off week. Nick Saban was on the recruiting trail. Players, of course, in Tuscaloosa and or surrounding areas. Bama didn't play last week, but it's it's incredible how Alabama is truly the biggest program in college football to where it's not even on the schedule, but yet everybody was talking about Alabama. Ric Flair, former WWE wrestler, fighter, trolling the Crimson Tide, though he's a Georgia fan. You had a number of different commentators when... Looking at the Big 12 championship between Baylor and Oklahoma and discussing Jalen Hurts, they made a lot of references to Alabama. Even in the Southeastern Conference title matchup between Georgia and LSU, you had a bunch of Tiger and Bulldog fans having shirts that says Bama sucks on them. So even with Alabama not even on the schedule, they're off. People discuss, talk, about Alabama, but apparently, according to Rob Mullen, the chair, the committee chair of the college football playoff and the executive director, it seems like Mullen and his staff really believe that there are 12 teams better than the Crimson Tide. I mean, uh, 
It was pettiness, of course, to snub the Crimson Tide student athletes for national awards. I mean, that was completely petty. It was pettiness to have Alabama ranked at number 12 a week ago. But now it's dropped Alabama to number 13, despite the fact that Bama didn't even play. And of course, the reason for Mullen and staff of putting Alabama at 13, well, they, they put it as football judgment. Nah, <laughs> not football judgment. Not football judgment whatsoever. This is the ultimate pettiness. And the final piece of the cake and or pie, which says the Alabama fatigue is real. Because you cannot sit here and tell me that there are 12 teams unequivocally best. See, I'm going to use y'all word. You can't tell me there are 12 teams unequivocally better than Alabama. There may be a few teams, it may be one or two, but you can't tell me that there are unequivocally 12 teams better than Alabama. Even with the injuries Bama has faced, the issues it's had on defense, the penalties, among other things, you still cannot with a straight face tell me that there are 12 teams unequivocally better than Alabama. See, this this reminds me of you know how back in elementary school where you have um, all the cool kids? Because this is where all the cliquish stuff starts, right? In elementary school, where you have all the cool children and they're all in their groups and whatnot, and you're on the playground, and no matter what the favorite activity is, whether it's the slide or the swing set or the jungle gym or whatever the, the cool item, the cool activity is. And you know, all the cool children, cool kids, they take turns on the different toys, swing, sliding board, what have you. And then here comes a group of other children. They want to be included. They want to have fun. They feel like everybody should have a turn on the swing set. They feel like everybody should have a turn on the slide. They feel like everybody should have a turn on the jungle gym but here comes the cool kids going well we don't want you on the jungle gym well you're not supposed to be on the swing set well we we just don't want you on the slide and you look and, and the other kids are going as if to say okay who is you and who made you king of a swing set okay who is you and who made you queen of the slide i mean who is you and it's like they don't want to come out and just flat tell you that they don't like you they don't just—they don't want to come out and just flat tell you the reason why they don't want you on the slide, or they don't want you hanging around them. No, they have to go and give you some baloney cop out excuse. You, you ever heard that happen? They have to give you some cop out excuse, and you already pretty much know why they don't want you on the swing. The swing set. I mean, these kids already know why the cool guys don't want them on the slide. They already know, but they would want the cool kids just come out and say it why they do not want them involved with hanging around them but they give you a cop-out excuse and this is what the college football playoff committee has done they have given out they have given a cop-out excuse as to why bama's 13 no we, we, we did this because of a football judge no you didn't no you didn't you did it off being sheer Petty. And here's the reason why, folks. I mean, I'm looking at teams 5 through 13 here in the newest college football playoff rankings. And we're going to leave out some of these teams. 
We're going to focus solely on Georgia, Wisconsin, Utah, Auburn, and of course, Alabama. Georgia at five, Wisconsin at eight, Utah at 11, uh, Auburn at 12, and of course, Alabama at 13 here. So Georgia number five. Committee really believes Georgia is the fifth best team in the country. Georgia's 11 and two. They have lost both of their games by a combined 30 points here. They lost at home, at home, to an unranked, not going to a bowl game, four and eight South Carolina, 20 to 17. Now, of course, the committee was like, well, we're not going to hold that loss against them because of the quality of their resume. What quality? What quality? You have no quality. You lost at home to 4-8 and eight South Carolina. This, between the hedges, Sanford Stadium and Athens, this is supposed to be your place to live forever. You don't live forever now because it's been stripped from you. Why? Because you lost to an unranked 4-8 South Carolina that's not going to a bowl game. Don't give me quality. Quality? You have no quality. You lost to an unranked team at home. If this was Bama losing to an unranked team at Brian Denny, you're not talking about quality. You're talking about Nick Saban lost to an unranked team at home. They should not be anywhere near the college football playoff. Near it at all. Whatsoever. Then you lose to LSU. You get manhandled by LSU in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz Stadium, for the SEC Championship game. This is supposed to be a home field advantage for Georgia. The crowd was 75 25 in favor of Georgia over LSU, and Georgia couldn't move the ball to save their life. They were stuck on three points for almost an eternity, and you lose by 27. 37 to 10. You lose by 27. A combined 30 points in their two losses. Jake Fromm played horrible in both games. He had three picks against South Carolina, two picks against LSU for a combined number of five. But yet, Georgia is the fifth best team in the country, according to the committee. But yet, Georgia goes to a New Year's Six Bowl. They play in the All-State Sugar Bowl against Baylor on January 1st because of the fact that we're going to look at the quality of their resume. They have no quality. You lost to an unranked team at home, but the committee doesn't want to look at that. Then you go down to Wisconsin at number eight. Wisconsin, 10-3, and three, lost its games by a combined 45 points. 45! Got beat by an unranked 6-6 six and six Illinois team. Got beat by them. 6-6 six and six Illinois team. Bad loss. Lost by a combined 45 points. But yet, the committee thinks a 10-3 Wisconsin, better than Alabama. They're at number eight. Then you look at Utah at number 11, two-loss team. A team that just about everybody in that room in the committee, 
And just about everybody in national media believes, oh, Utah's great. Oh, Utah's elite. Oh, look at Utah's defense. They're only giving up 11.3 points per game. They belong. They belong. They can go toe-to-toe with anybody. Utah lost to a four-loss USC Trojan team at the committee just slipped in to the college football playoff rankings at number 22 just to make Utah feel good. They slipped them in there as a four-loss team. They lost by seven to USC. And then they got their butt spanked, smacked, handed to them by Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. By a score of 37 to 15, they lost by 22 to Oregon. Oregon ripped up over 200 yards rushing against Utah. Against Utah. They lose by, they, their two losses come on a combined 29 points. But yet, the committee, Utah, we think Utah is better than Alabama. And then Auburn, 9 and 3, a 3 loss. Auburn, who loses their games by a combined 19 points. But yet the committee, Auburn, better. Auburn, better. Alabama, at 10 and 2, at number 13, loses its games by a combined eight. The fewest. LSU walked the dog all over Georgia. LSU escaped Brian Denny by the skin of their teeth. They escaped 46 to 41 by five. There's a video out there right now on social media. Joe Burrow, after losing, after beating Alabama, he is running down the lane, high-fiving LSU fans. You don't want to know why? Because Joe Burrow's like, whew, we escaped. Boy, if they defense would have got that stop and they would have given that ball back for Tua, we, we would have went down. We would have went down. It was a second. It was a heavyweight prize fight in the second half. Oh, it was Ali Frazier in that second half. Would have went down. If they defense would have got that one stop, we would have went down. Tiger Mike for Tiger would have went down. They running through the line high-fiving fans after beating Alabama. But against Georgia, just a simple, we won, we know, okay, good game, okay. Why? They know they escaped Tuscaloosa. They walked the dog on Georgia. They escaped Alabama. Escaped! One by five. And then against Auburn, it took so many extracurriculars. Not having Tua Tagovailoa, you go out there with Mac Jones, who played well, but you go out there with Mac Jones. You had horrendous calls by the officiating staff. Alabama has to withstand bad calls, injuries on defense, and injury to Tua Tagovailoa, playing seven to eight true freshmen on defense, having a defensive coordinator that's not quite yet ready for the big time. But despite all of these things, it only loses by a combined eight points. It takes a bunch of stuff for Alabama to lose. And yet the committee, we feel like, 12 other teams are better than Alabama based off football judgment. No, it's based off you being completely petty. It's based 
on you being completely paid. It ain't no way 12 other teams are better. And then on top of that, folks, according to Kirk Herbstreet, ESPN, Tua Tagovailoa has called a team meeting in regards to the draft eligible juniors. And this is that team meeting of either we all in or we all out. And uh, Alabama players were not pleased with how this season ended. They were not pleased by it. And you can go back and remember the 2017 year where Clemson lost to Alabama 24-6 in the semifinal game. And uh, you know, those guys, Cleveland Farrell, Christian Wilkins, um, Dexter Lawrence, those guys, they said, no, nah, man, we ain't going out like this. No, nah, man. We better than this. And they chose not to go to the NFL. They came back another year, and you saw what happened. They bought in, and that team ended up winning a national championship. Folks, Tua Tagovailoa didn't call up this team meeting. Now, I don't know what will become of it, but it'll be very interesting if all of these draft-eligible juniors decide to come back and the revenge tour that was supposed to be in this season ends up being for next season because this committee dropping Bama to 13 and the season for Alabama had these guys not rocking with it whatsoever sheer pettiness. That's going to do it here for this week's edition of shows hottest form in the streets in my own words the podcast with yours truly Stephen Smith as always you download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app get that today for your iPhone if you're rocking Team Apple Google Play Store if you happen to have the Android phone podcast options is always listed for you at the bottom of the screen as always you subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest and Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube, the site over 6,000 subscribers strong. Thanks to you, the fans. When we come back to start next week's edition of shows, we will get into the comments that Tua Tagovailoa made on last week and the decision that he make, that he has to make moving forward and the difficulty that goes into him making this decision. As always, folks, till next time, you've been listening to In. My own words.